I'm in the South generally, and I'm uh, 16. My ideology currently is uh, some sort of council socialist or communist. My first influence is uh, Thought Slime, an anarcho-communist, uh, ContraPoints, Xander Hall, Oliver, uh, Philosophy Tube. I've watched a little Vosh. I know that's a bit uh, iffy in my community. I've just watched quite a bit of stuff on YouTube. As, as for theorists, I would call myself a Marxist. I haven't really read much theory. I'm getting into it. Uh, I would also say that a large influence has been from one of my siblings. I do um, see that you recently posted that you received uh, Capital Volume 1. Yes, Capital Volume. It's so dense. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I have to complain about this. The person who read the book before me, I got it at uh, half price. The person who read it before me got 12 pages in and the notes completely stopped. My first introduction to like political YouTube was through a PragerU video that my father sent me. The comment section of, of YouTube was my first real exposure to any sort of political discourse. This is sometime around the presidential election, though. Maybe middle of sixth grade, maybe early sixth grade. I wasn't on anything other than YouTube. I never had it, at least politically, as bad as a lot of people do, because I never for uh, or never joined those forums or microcosms. I was more relegated to that parasocial relationship. My political views shifted quite rapidly. I, I was very impressionable, I guess you could say. So my, my political views went from maybe liberal, if you can even describe political views in fifth grade, to pretty quickly neocon, neoconservatism. Everything I read, I sort of believed. Most of that was generally articles. PragerU videos, and for, you know, from PragerU videos, you get suggestions for Sargon of Akkad and um, TLDR, what's been fed to me uh, through algorithms and, and stuff like that. My sibling is uh, an anarcho-communist and has been that way for probably several years. I remember very vividly intense debates uh, between, between me and them. I also think another important thing to consider was the fact that I was deeply religious Catholic at the time. Essentially, the rabbit hole I went down was I watched several PragerU videos. I liked how they looked. They were so simple and they seemed so informative. So essentially what happened was I was very attracted to those aesthetics, to that veneer of, of confidence. From that, you know, they platformed Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder. So from the YouTube recommendations, I was starting to get Sargon of Akkad. Louder with Crowder. I usually watch videos, especially ones talking about politics or economics when I'm doing other tasks. When you let those go in the background, on and on and on, uh, the automatic recommendations might start to lead you down those rabbit holes. Since I was conservative and at that point, technically, and Catholic. I took a special interest as well in anti-Muslim sentiments. Well, this rabbit hole lasted the entirety of my middle school days, started to very slowly die down near the end of eighth grade, so between sixth grade and late eighth grade. 
consistently arguing in the YouTube comments section about how I knew the facts. <laughs> Are you familiar with J.F. Garapé? No, I don't think I exactly am. What about um, America First? Yes, I, I think I watched several videos by Nick, but I never got truly attached. I remember there was this one video I watched about like the shifting demographics of the US that sort of got me a bit concerned about the white race. But as as for as for my personal views, I got to that sort of state. I got to that sort of I guess you could say clerical ideology all by myself. I felt somewhat isolated in my worldviews. After after the first maybe year, it was just a path of self-radicalization. I would sort of repeat videos. Shoe on head, I was a real big anti-feminist. Let's see, who else? We got Sargon, TLDR. Oh, Paul Joseph Watson. Imagine my shock. Yeah, that one. I watched quite a bit of Paul Joseph Watson, but I think that was uh, some repressed gay thoughts. From an early age, I had been exposed to anti-communist propaganda, but shifted very quickly from PragerU videos on like economics and whatnot to that culture war, sort of. The SJWs are taking over. In fact, I have a uh, little doodle that I made in early middle school of, uh, you know, that feminist symbol with the fist and the sign of Venus? I, I have a doodle on, on the top of my door that I made in Sharpie of that. Uh, but instead of having the little sign of Venus, it had a swastika under it. Uh, <laughs> I was one of those, I was one of those uh, feminazis types. I remember going on endless rants about how they wanted to actually destroy men. If, if people can get you hooked on a, a sort of contrarian mindset, like, do this to own the libs. It's quite easy to start radicalizing yourself. It seems that the one character that's missing from this constellation of content producers would be Milo Yiannopoulos. Does he show up in your YouTube history somewhere? I remember a speech of his that I watched, holding up an All Lives Matter sign in Black communities. Um, that resonates very, very hard with, at the time, very hard with me. So as for me, it sort of started waning at the end of the eighth grade. Uh, we, I, I started to become more of a conservative than like, you know, this, this, we need to institute Catholic law. I think due to my, to the videos I started watching on cults, I've always been really interested in religion. And when I saw a video uh, talking about Jehovah's Witnesses and how weird they were, I was like, ooh, because, you know, it wasn't Catholicism, so I didn't feel threatened. I started slowly losing losing faith in in Catholicism. I started losing faith in God in general. My political views were so closely tied to my religion when that sort of that fervent belief started to sort of subside. So did my more reactionary, I guess, fascistic beliefs uh, also start to go into decline. I, my trip to Europe, it was a school trip, uh, also really helped with, with that sort of shift. I saw, saw these people, right? 
and and they were they were probably from northern africa they were in italy in france but they would work all day you know they would try and sell these trinkets and they worked really hard and um this was also as my religious views were sort of mellowing down I'm looking at a post of yours, and this is from a few weeks ago, where you describe your current ideology as Marxist Council Federalism. What was the bridge from where you were in 2018 to where you are now? Definitely my sibling. They were a huge influence uh, throughout, throughout my descent into and, and from, from the far right. They would consistently argue with me. I think they'd figured out their um, political ideas quite earlier than I did. After, after my faith in, in Catholicism and thereby the more fascistic parts of my ideology started to sort of erode away, they would still constantly argue with me. And I, I knew they loved me. Uh, it, it wasn't this sort of, I hate you. It was more of, hey, you're wrong. Once, I guess, my previous ideology was weak enough in my mind or I was like sort of doubting it, that constant argumentation uh, from them really led to this sort of paradigm shift. And they sort of radicalized me to the left. Tell me if this is, if this is too personal, but was there uh, somewhere in this period of political transformation, were you coming to terms or coming to accept your orientation as a gay man? After I had maybe stopped being so religious, I, I sort of started getting out of denial or maybe out of self-hatred because I do distinctly remember uh, very consistently, I, I had built an altar to Jesus in my room and I would kneel in front of it uh, light all the candles, start crying and um, self-harming, asking for him to cure me. Uh, so I, I wasn't in denial, more as just in a, in a state of extreme self-hatred. I've actually known some, some far-right individuals after my ascent out of the far-right. There was this one kid that I very distinctly remember. He was probably my age, maybe a year older. And uh, we were in a group chat, a political group chat, obviously. And he would sometimes just have these fevered rants about how he hated himself. It was terribly sad. I think that's a large component of what can cause people to descend into those more uh, reactionary, more uh, extreme political ideologies. Yeah. I would say I've been, you know, the person who converted me to the left, uh, if, if, you, if converted is the right word. <laughs> Since the person that sort of converted me to the left was an anarchist, I've sort of steadily been moving a little less anarchistic or to a slightly less anarchistic ideal. Sort of started to converse with Trotskyites, Leninists. That sort of stuff. I, I've been more interested in the, the details of what happened in the USSR, what's happening in Vietnam and Cuba right now. 
I don't think I'll ever truly believe in Vanguard or anything of the sort, but I have been steadily moving closer to a more libertarian socialist or libertarian Marxist perspective. I am not an electoralist, but I do believe that voting to sort of suppress the institutionalization of figureheads or movements that could shift the narrative or the culture to the right uh, is essential to the success of the left. If, if you vote in or allow to be voted in a figure that demonizes your demographic, your chances of success are going to be vastly lowered. Personally, I've seen a rise in the online right, but that just might be my increasing exposure to political spheres. I've seen more and more open or outwards fascist-esque rhetoric. I'd say it's going to be tough for the left. The left is very divided right now, um, and I think that's due to our sort of inherent ideals. Personally, just think that that our chances aren't that good, and honestly, I'm sort of afraid. <laughs>